0: Hey, can we all stand up? How's everybody doing today? How's everybody doing today? Can I get amen? amen? What's up, church? Want to say hello to all the campuses and all the people in the military watching. Let's give all those people out there, our military, a big hand. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. Uh, I'm so excited today. Whenever I have uh, spiritual battles, I get very drained. I woke up. So drained, and I'm like, so like right now, so drained, that means that the devil does not want you to hear what you're gonna what you're gonna hear. Amen. Uh, so I want to pray. Um I was we started we reading through the Bible. And I we started Matthew chapter one and two today, and it talked about the Holy Spirit impregnating Mary with Jesus. And and I was just thinking about how crazy that is. When you go to your, your fiance say, Yo, I'm pregnant, and he's like, Who did it? Well, God, okay. <laughs> But God does stuff like that. And I, I, I got to believe in a, a church outside, there are women who are trying to get pregnant. And you can't. So I want to pray that the Holy Spirit would do whatever needs to happen. Um, and I'm not talking about you coming home pregnant and telling your guy, you know, <laughs> and, you know, I'm, not, I'm just talking about whatever, you know, y'all got to do, but then it works, okay? You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I want to pray. Um, and obviously all you fellas, uh, it's not for you, but you, you may know someone. And for all you ladies who say, I don't want to get pregnant. Don't let that spirit fall on me. Just, <laughs> just deflect. However, <laughs> there, are so, there are women who have been trying to get pregnant who can't. And so um, we are going to pray that God would do that today. Amen. Amen. Lord, thank you so much for being a God of miracles. And for some of us, yes, we can laugh about it, but some of us, it's a very trying process and frustrating process. So I pray, one, you would affirm the value of those women, whether they can get pregnant or not, that you love them. But I also pray that you would anoint the process and that there would be positive pregnancy tests and healthy babies born Nine months or so from now. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And hey, listen, if you get pregnant, I want to know. I want to know. So let me know. I got pregnant. Amen. Come over now, baby. Say hi to somebody. Say hi to somebody near you. Say hi to someone near you. And please, if you uh, get pregnant, don't like yell across the mall at me, hey, I'm pregnant, Miles. And people think, well, you know, just keep it on the down low, okay? <laughs> 18 years ago, it's like our first year of church. I was sitting in church, we were having a San Diego State, and someone comes up behind me and says, This is my son, or I had a baby, and I named him after you. For real, this is real. And I was like, uh. Do I know you? It was like that I didn't know what that was all about. So uh, it, it, I had not previously met that woman, so there was just a thing, you know, just happened. Anyway, let's see your Bible. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? Let's see your Bibles on the count of three, one, two, three, say word. Turn to John chapter sixteen. John chapter sixteen. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about, a lot of good stuff to talk about. John sixteen. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Throughout my life starting at about the age of 18, I have been in courtrooms or mediations or court-related things. When I was 18, I witnessed a shooting. One of my friends was shot by one of our other friend's dad because my friend was bullying his son. And the cops came and I said I saw it and went to trial, had to point out my neighbor. These are all people from my neighborhood. And I've um, been in depositions and lawsuits and mediations and you know, blah, 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 blah. And never did I ever go without my lawyer or a lawyer. When you pray, your prayers are considered, evaluated and challenged in the courtroom of heaven. The devil, the accuser challenges your prayers. We want to talk about it today and throughout, more throughout the series. Your prayers are considered uh, by God the Father. Your prayers, you, we are interceded for by Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And we need to know how to pray with accuracy because some of the prayers you are praying for, you are wasting your time. You're praying for the wrong thing you 're praying consistent with how God made you and what He wants for your life, in other words, when you pray in Jesus name, it doesn't mean you pray and just say in Jesus name, it means you 're praying according to the will of God for your life. But the only way you can know that is by the assistance of the Holy Spirit. so today we 're going to talk about how to partner with the Holy Spirit in your prayers now Throughout today and, and, and this whole series, we're going to give you nuggets on how to pray effectively because prayer was given to us to move heaven to have miracles happen in our life. So as I'm talking today, I'm going to say, hey, consider this in your prayers, consider doing this. Please write notes down. Of what these things are, because this is gonna empower you to pray very specific, more specific, more accurate prayers. As a matter of fact, how many of y'all wanna pray more specific, more powerful, effective prayers, okay? Okay, so I'm gonna give you nuggets, so write them down. This is, you're not gonna remember it. Don't trust your memory. Do not trust your memory. Do not trust your memory. That's why we give you notes, okay? Do not trust your memory. So if you were, if you were here last week, we, we introduced this idea of the courtrooms of heaven. Please get the sermon uh, from last week, but I'm gonna give you a, pre- a review. We have the judge, we have father, the father on his throne. Then we have Jesus at his right hand, who's also in heaven, obviously. Jesus is at the right hand of the father. We are seated in Christ. When you pray, you pray from here. You're not praying from over there. Scared and God the judge is going to get me. You are praying from here. So when you pray and God hears you pray, he looks at you and sees his son. Ephesians chapter 2. That you are praying, you are seated in Christ when you get saved. The the Bible says that Jesus' blood, this is Jesus' blood, his blood actually speaks better things than Abel's blood. Cain killed his brother Abel, Genesis 4. And and God asked Cain, Where's your brother? He said, Your brother's blood cries out from the ground, condemnation on you, saying you killed him. Jesus' blood cries out forgiveness and redemption over your life. That's it. Oh, y'all need to clap for that. Y'all need to clap for that. Okay? So when you pray, you pray, you have Jesus as your advocate and your mediator. He brings you into the presence of Christ. Then you have the Holy Spirit. We're gonna talk all about Him today. We'll come to Him later. Then you have your book, Psalm 139. You gotta go get the sermon from last week. Matter of fact, next week's whole sermon is gonna be about your book. Next week's whole message is gonna be about your book. But this is where God has recorded and declared, documented who you are. And why you are. We'll talk more about that next week. Just one quick note. Whenever you read through the Bible, the prophets would eat scrolls that had writing on them, and they were prophecies for the nations. And so they would eat the scroll and declare what the scroll was. You have a scroll. You have a book. You need to know what's in your book. We're gonna talk about that. Then you have the accuser. Can I get a boo on, on, on the devil right there? The devil has access to the court. And he and Day and night he is accusing you, watch this, with some legitimate stuff. We're going to do a whole sermon on his accusations. I will talk a lot about it today, but we're going to do a whole sermon on his accusations and how you can break your agreements. Because every time you sin, you make an agreement with him. We'll talk about that a little bit today, but more in the future. So that, that's the courtroom. By the way, you have also the cloud of witnesses, all the saints who died before us. You have angels that are ready to be dispatched to assist you. Yes, you have angels that serve you. And when you pray, angels are dispatched. And now when I say brothers, I'm not talking about black dudes. I'm just talking about brothers, okay. You have... <laughs> you know, you just gotta. Get, it's context. All context. So angels come down and, and, they, and because you have demonic forces coming against you. There's spiritual warfare. That's why you can't just willy-nilly just say some stuff. You got to understand what's going on. Because the devil does not want your book to be fulfilled. Because what's in your book, the Bible says are good things. You are his workmanship, creating Christ to do good works that God predetermined. Amazing stuff. So you need to know how to pray. So because some of you are praying, your pr- check this out, your prayers are too small. Your prayers are based on fear. Your prayers are based on a whole wrong view of how God loves you. Let's read, what's the Holy Spirit's role? You cannot, I shouldn't say you cannot, you can't. You should not, I shouldn't say you should. It would be most beneficial to you if you came to court and let the Holy Spirit guide you on how to pray. He knows. Let's look, Let's look at these verses just to prove it to you. Who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is your helper. Everyone say helper. H-E-L-P-E-R. H-E-L-P-E-R. John 16, 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. This is Jesus speaking. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him. Jesus died, and rose from the dead, and he says, "Don't do anything until I send the promise, the Holy Spirit." The Holy Spirit is the one who lives in you, not Jesus. It's the spirit of Jesus, but Jesus is seated at the right hand. The Holy Spirit is the one who lives in you. Okay, talk to the Holy Spirit all day and night. Number two, who's the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is your guide. John 16:13. He's your guide. John 16:13. As Jesus says, however, when the spirit of truth has come, how many of you want to know a lie about your life? No, no listen, listen, listen carefully, listen, listen, listen carefully, listen carefully. He just asked me a question, I'm going to raise my hand. Okay. How many of you want to know lies about your life? Okay, great, good. None of you You don't need to know. How many of you want to know the truth about who you are in your life? Amen. God's truth. Now, by the way, not your daddy's truth, not your mama's truth, God's truth. How many of you don't want to know God's truth? Okay, guess what? Guess who gives that to you? The spirit of truth. It says, He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell you things to come. He will guide you. The Holy Spirit is your guide. So when you come to prayer, Holy Spirit, watch this. Help me. Everyone say, Holy Spirit, help me. Just pray that when you pray. Holy Spirit, help me. I don't know what to pray. We're going to see that in another verse later. Say, Holy Spirit, guide me. Say, Holy Spirit, guide me. Guide me on what to say. Guide me. Yeah, I mean, yes, you can repeat that too. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. This one's going to trip you out. Look at number three. The Holy Spirit is the revealer of secretos, secrets. (laughs) <laughs> Secretos. I don't even speak English because I want to speak Spanish. <laughs> how many of you want to know the secrets that God, when I say secrets, how many of you want to know the stuff about you that you don't know that God knows. No, Listen, you should all be raising your hand. How many of you want to know, God, what don't I know about what's in my book. How many of you want to know that? You don't need it. Don't pray for anything else. You're wasting your time. Don't waste your time praying for stuff you don't need. You don't need to sit there and pray for hours for stuff that you don't even need. You want to pray, Lord, God, you're my helper, you're my guide, you're the revealer of secretos secrets. What does this mean? I want to know what should I be spending my time with? How many of y'all in business? How many of y'all in business? Raise your hand if you're in business. Raise your hand if you got a job. Okay? You're in business, okay? Check us out. Check us out. Holy Spirit, am I in the right job? How many of y'all dating? Nobody's dating <laughs> Y'all, like, I don't know. <laughs> How many of y'all are dating right now? How many of y'all are dating right now? Raise your hand really high. Some of y'all are like, yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> For about another hour, oh, yeah, I was, was going to give it the service. I was going to give it to the end of the service. Okay, check us out. Check this out. Holy Spirit, is this the right person? Do not raise your hand. Look at the person and say, "Don't raise your hand, please." How many of y'all are dating, not married, and you're sleeping around? Holy Spirit. Uh (laughs) Watch this, watch this. Holy Spirit, is that wrong? Don't take my my opinion. Holy Spirit, is that wrong? How is that wrong? It feels good. Everyone else is doing it. Holy Spirit, you tell me. I'm not going to get my opinion from... Culture. Watch this. Watch this. This is gonna trip you out. First Corinthians 2 9 to 12. Watch this. But it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for those who love him. That means you do not know. Say, I don't know everything that God has prepared for me. Say that. <laughs> but oh yeah, there's always a but. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Miles can't tell you. Rock can't tell you. The spirit. For the spirit searches, yes, the deep. Things of God, for what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now, we have received not the Spirit of the world which beats you down and tells you everything you can't do, and what you are not, what you never will have, but you have received the Spirit who is from God that you may know the things, watch this, that have already been given to you. It's already been given to you, It's waiting for you to come to the bank and make a withdrawal. And often you think God is this, you just got to create it by your yelling and screaming. And I'm not saying it ain't wrong with yelling and screaming. I scream. But it ain't the screaming. It's how you pray according to the, the rules of the court. In other words, if this book says, Miles is going to start a church in Point Loma, I don't need to yell and scream. It's already decided. I just need to ask and come into agreement with it. And say, Lord, I want to start a church. Let me tell you something. Several years before we started this church, I, started, I was going to start a church. And God said, no, I had nightmares. And God stopped me. I had boils on my face. Boils are biblical-sized pimples. <laughs> like this, big. <laughs> I had nightmares of people saying, pastor. They were chasing me. Pastor. And I was waking up sweating. God said, not now. Because even though it was part of his plan, a certain timing. God has a certain timing to your life. You are his workmanship. Oh, come on now. Come on now. (laughs) You may may be thinking, I got to get married. I got to get married. And you're trying to rush it. And God said, no, but I'm getting old. God says, I will preserve you. (laughs) <laughs> Just not now. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. And there's a time. By the way, the Bible says you are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. That word workmanship is you are his poem. That means there's a rhythm to your life. Oh, there's timing. So you got to say, Lord, I want to know. Guess who's going to tell you that? The Holy Spirit. He's going to tell you what you already have. Who you already are. How God has already blessed you. But how, how do you make a, a withdrawal based on what God has already planned for you? Well, how come he doesn't bless me now? Because if he blessed you now, you squander it. Some of y'all can't handle a wife right now. You still, you got too much player going through your veins. God needs to detox you before He gives you a wife. <laughs> can I get, ladies? Can I get, an Amen? And you may sense, here's the thing, you may sense, ladies, you may think, oh, he he sold this, he got abs. He got his teeth, he got a job, he he got his own apartment. It may be above the garage, but it's still his own apartment. Something, right? And, And 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 something stopping you, God saying, I I gotta I gotta detox him from stuff that you don't know about. That's why, ladies, you need to pray in the court. Holy Spirit, teach me. Let me keep going because my time's running now. Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. The Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. I just read this, but I'm reading it again that we may know the things that have been freely given to us. What does the Holy Spirit do? He helps you pray. You cannot ever pray better without the Holy Spirit than you can with ever. What does that mean, that every time you pray, first thing you do is say, Holy Spirit, let's pray. I would tell you, don't, start, don't, don't pray without the Holy Spirit ever. Holy Spirit, guide me. Holy Spirit, teach me. Holy Spirit, reveal to me. Holy Spirit, speak to me. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, enlighten me. However you want to say it. Empower me. Anoint me. Order my steps. Holy Spirit, speak to me over and over and over. Look what it says in Romans chapter 8. Verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. Everyone say, "I am weak." That means you do not have the ability, the power, to understand what you don't understand. You can't force yourself into the court and say, "I'm just going. I'm just going to open that book and I'm going to find out what it says." Oh no. For we do not know what we should pray as we ought to. But the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Watch this. The Holy Spirit is going to pray for you. You know what that means? That you don't got to struggle. Holy Spirit, pray for me. Holy Spirit, tell me what to say. And then it says, now he who searches the heart knows the mind of the spirit because he makes intercession for the saints. Watch this according to the will of God. You're asking for stuff that's not according to the will of God. You're asking for stuff that you want. But it may not be according to the will of God. And yes, you can ask stuff that's not according to the will of God. But if you say, Holy Spirit, I want to pray, can you guide me and tell me what is the will of God? In other words, what does God want for my life? What does he accuse me of? We're we'll going to get to that in a minute. Tell me. Don't pray without the Holy Spirit. Always submit yourself to Him and let Him guide you. This next one's gonna blow some of y'all's mind. The Holy Spirit speaks mysteries. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm gonna give you a warning. I'm gonna talk about prophecy and speaking, praying in tongues. Some of y'all might not believe in praying in tongues. That's fine. That's fine. Uh. I'll say two things about it. For the ones to do, boom, let's go. But for all y'all who don't, something may happen to you. Driving down the street singing in church and all of a sudden the flintstones is gonna come on you. Shabadabadu. <laughs> Watch this. First Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 14, 1 to 5. You'll get that later. If you didn't get it already, you'll get it later when it happens. (laughs) Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. Say, desire spiritual gifts. Don't trip on them. Just say, God, I want to know what mine are. Because if you have the Spirit, you have spiritual gifts because the Spirit has the gifts. You can't have the Spirit without the spiritual gifts because it's part of who He is. It's not complicated. It's not complicated. You don't have the spirit. The spirit is not going to come in you and upon you without bringing everything he is and has. So desire, spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Remember we did a whole series on prophecy, that a prophecy is a word that becomes a thing because God fulfills it, that builds the kingdom of God, not your kingdom. This is your book is God's prophetic testimony of your kingdom purpose. What did God declare about you? You are not an accident. You are not to create your own future. God has declared something amazing. No eye has seen, no ears heard, and has not entered into the heart of man. What God has declared for your life. So he says here, desire, especially that you may prophesy. And we'll talk about that in a minute. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to man but to God. And there's different kind of tongues. For no, uh, there's, there's, there's declaration in the church. And there's also praying in the tongue where you're... Mine is not fruitful, but your heart is. In other words, you don't know what you're saying, but your heart is being edified. That's an amazing thing. It says, For no one understands him, Whoever, in the, however, in the spirit he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. You build yourself up, but he who prophesies edifies the church. Watch this. Imagine. Let me give you the easy one first. When you prophesy you say someone someone comes up and says hey I got a I got a word from the Lord for you for you God's going to use you to build a church. God's going to use you to be a mother of three kids. God's going to use you to be a doctor. God's going to use you to to, uh, uh, pray for someone for healing. God God may say something like that to you. And by the way, it says here, let me read it again, the Bible, pursue love, spiritual gifts, and especially that you may prophesy. Now, all of you can tell somebody something biblical about them if you know the Bible. You don't need the Holy Spirit to bring this revelation. For example, God loves you. That's just a fact. You don't need some spirit, the heavens, to open up for you to know that. But sometimes God speaks specifics about you. This is what God said to me. He, and this was directly from God to me. You're going to have a church in Point Loma, right here in this, at this location. Okay, check this out. When you're prophesying, the only thing you're doing is you're telling someone what's in their book. Just imagine every single one of you have a book, God has a plan for every one of your lives, and every now and then God will tell somebody else what's in your book. And the reason he tells someone else what's in your book is for one, to help you understand, because the Holy Spirit is also telling you it, but also to know that God sees you. God knows you. And God's affirming, because some of you in your heart, you're like, "Man, I think I should start a business. You know, I'm going to create this new toilet paper that, that's really soft, and I'm going to call it Charmin, and, and or I'm going to create some new toothpaste." And I know, I just don't know. I, just, I don't know where I get that from. You keep this 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 reoccurring dream, this reoccurring passion, and then someone comes up to you and says, "Hey, I see toilet paper in your future." <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, "How did you know? I don't know." God, God spoke to me, God spoke to me uh, about a month ago saying, I want you to go start speaking in crusades and do evangelism again. And so I've been going down that road. And I was at an event the other day, and a guy came up to me that I had not seen in 20 years. Comes up behind me, puts his hands on my shoulders, and says, Hey, when are we going to do crusades again? And I was like, Did God speak to you? He goes, I just, that's all I knew to say. God, let's go. Prophecy. Watch this. Imagine when you pray in tongues. Now, praying in tongues is when the Holy Spirit prays to you and you're praying a language that you don't understand what you're saying here, but your heart does. Imagine if this, you come into the courtroom and you say, Holy Spirit, help me pray. Here's what you don't know. You don't know what's in your book, and you don't know what he's accusing you of, which we're we'll gonna get to in a minute. This Remember, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, has never entered the heart of man what God has prepared before you. It would trip you out if you knew what God had for you. Everyone say, everyone say this way. Say it would trip me out. I want you to. I want. I want some hot sauce on it. Okay. Say it would trip me out. So when you pray, the Holy Spirit doesn't want you to understand because you wouldn't pray it. So you shabba-dabba-dabba-dabba-doo. do. i am wondering if when you're praying in tongues that God is declaring something over your life that he's he's already determined. You just can't handle it. And he's praying according to the pattern that it will be fulfilled. I wonder also if he's praying in code so he, the devil, doesn't hear you. Now, mysteries. The mysteries aren't arbitrary mysteries. They're not mysteries to God. They're just mysteries to us. (laughs) That's what the Holy Spirit does. So how do we pray? Here's four things I'm going to give you to pray. One, again, these are only suggestions. Pray, Holy Spirit, fill my heart with more love for Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill my heart. I can't, encourage you, I can't encourage you enough to talk to the Holy Spirit directly. Holy Spirit, fill my heart. Romans 5.5 says, Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Watch this. The Holy Spirit pours the love of God. Say with me. Jesus, Jesus. I want to love you more. Say, Jesus. Jesus. And when you say this, you got to say it slow and you got to let it happen. Jesus, Jesus. I want to love you more. Jesus, Jesus. I want to love you more. Holy Holy Spirit, pour the love of God in my heart. Pour love for God in my heart. Imagine if you said that all day long. It's not complicated. Stop begging God for things that He's already given you. Declare agreement with His Word. Declare submission to the Spirit of God. Let the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you. Number two, thank the members of the court. If every day, I'm not going to go through the whole list it's in your notes, but thank the members of the court. Thank. The Father, thank the Son for being your mediator. Thank the Holy Spirit for helping you. Thank God for your book. Thank God for the cloud of witnesses. And the verses are in there, you can read them later. But if you pray that every day and put yourself in court every single day and and reminded yourself of the authority that you have, the position seated in Christ that you have when you pray. And, and the fact that God has already declared something amazing over your life, that the Holy Spirit is helping you. If you remind yourself that right before you pray every day, then you will pray prayers that are more confident and more biblical and more anointed and more according to the will of God for your life. Then you will see miracles happen in your life. But if you just go and start based on your emotions and fear and discouragement, oh God, help me with this. Oh God, it's a disaster. The world's falling." falling. He said, brother, the sky's not falling. I got the sky. Right here. It ain't the end of the world. Number three, what is Satan accusing me of? Can you imagine? Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 12, verse 10, that the accuser, the, the Satan is our accuser, and he accuses us day. And night. He accuses us before God day and night. Satan, and we're gonna do a whole sermon on this, so but I'm, I'm gonna wet your appetite. He has access to the court. He can bring accusations against you. Read Job chapter one. He brought accusations. And by the way, he he brought accusation not against what Job did. He brought accusation against what Job's motive. You can say, well, God, I'm in church. And the devil says, but they're there with the wrong motive. Hmm. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30 it says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. How many of you would say you know that the Holy Spirit's grieved over something you did recently? Anybody? Okay. Okay, here's here's why you need to pray, because either y'all aren't participating or you are misled. Holy Spirit, and by the way, when you go home, just ask the Holy Spirit, am I being accused of something? Yeah, you're being accused of lust, gossip, pride, ego. Uh, Let me be more specific. In the mall yesterday... The girl in the blue skirt, remember that? Okay. Uh, uh, at your in law's house. You remember that with your cousin uh, at school? Remember that with the classmate? Uh, you don't eat what I tell you. You watch garbage at 11 o'clock at night when your wife's in bed on the internet. You never work out. And I told you to work out. And I told you if you don't work out, you're going to die of a heart attack. And you don't listen to me. I told you not to buy those clothes. I told you not to waste your money. Do I need to keep going? You don't read your Bible. You're not in a D group. You're not getting disciples. You don't serve. You don't give. You don't go to church consistent. You never share my your faith. How? When do you want me to stop? This is the Holy Spirit talking to you. And by the way, every single one of those things. Oh, oh, oh! Don't clap yet because it's gonna get hot in here. Every single one. Every single. Every single one of those things. When you pray, he brings that as an accusation against you. You say, Dear God bless me, and the devil goes, <clears throat> I got I got some I got some issues with that. That that person who claims that they're godly. Let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you something that happened to me in a dream. This is not true. You know how we do some freaky stuff in our dreams. Can I get amen? Don't act like your dreams are all pure and holy. So high and mighty Christian going to church. Not my dreams. I pray in my dreams. No, you don't. You sit in your dreams, okay? So here's the thing. I'm going to tell you something I did in my dream. I'm going to tell you something I did in my dream. This was in a dream. It's not real. I never did this in real life. (laughs) Are are y'all ready? This did not happen in real life. It happened in my dream. True story, about a month ago. I'm in my dream. I'm studying all this. I'm in my dream. And my wife was sitting in the car behind me. And in my dream, I never did this in real life. I never did this in real life. I turn around to my wife and say, You just need to shut your mouth. In my dream. Look at the person next to you, say it was in his dream. Okay, thank you. Thank you. It's in a dream. Immediately. Immediately, in my dream. The Holy Spirit said we're going to talk about that in court tomorrow. Immediately, I said to my wife, "I'm sorry I shouldn't have said that." Because when you sin, you make an agreement with him and you give him leverage in court to hold up your prayers and litigation. Oh, oh we're going to do a whole sermon on that. You think, "Oh, I'm just saved, God I'm saved by the blood." Oh, no. You got stuff that's why your prayers aren't being answered. You're praying the wrong stuff. You're praying with, with illegal lawsuits. Why? It, it, all it means is you got sin in your life. Now, are you forgiven? You know, you're going to go to heaven. This is not a heaven thing. This is a blessing thing. This is a walking in righteousness thing. This is a sanctification thing. That's what this is about. So, so can you imagine every day, Holy Spirit, help guide me. Holy Spirit, teach me. Holy Spirit, what am I being accused of? And lastly, Holy Spirit, what's in my book? Holy Spirit, what does it say? I want to do this. I don't want to do anything else. You don't. What is your will for my life? You may realize, if you just did these things, you may realize that a lot of stuff you are praying now, you won't pray anymore. Holy Spirit, do you want me to marry this person? Holy Spirit, do you want me to take this person? Holy Spirit, do you ever want me to call that person back? Do you want me to give them my phone number? I mean, for real, ask. Do you want me to buy that dress? Do you want me to buy that house? What D group should I be in? Who should I be discipled by? Definitely. Why should? Is that a yes? Because the Bible says make disciples. That's not. We don't. There's some stuff that's in the Bible, so it's not. That we have to. The Holy Spirit is going to contradict the Bible, but then there's stuff specific to you. This is what it means to walk with God. And so when you pray, bring yourself to the court and realize you are praying from right here. Covered in love. You're not praying from over there guilty. You're praying from here love. But you're also, but if you come in your head praying from over here being condemned, you'll have a whole different prayer. We're going to take communion here in a minute. But before we do that, I want to make sure you have Christ as your Savior. You do not want to take communion if Christ is not your Savior. So I want all of you to bow your heads and close your eyes as we pray. Let's go to court. The Bible says that God wills that nobody be lost but all be saved. He wants you to be saved. But you have to make that decision. Then there are some of you who are already saved but you're not walking with God. You're not... Pursuing God with your heart. I'm going to pray one prayer, and it's a prayer of surrender. It's a prayer of, Lord, I want to be in your will. Eyes closed, heads bowed. If you would like to ask Christ to be your Savior or just surrender everything to Him, pray this prayer with me in the privacy of your heart. Pray, Dear God, I know you love me and have an amazing plan for my life. But I can't do it by myself. I need the presence of the Holy Spirit in my life. My guide. My helper. The revealer of my secrets. I believe Jesus died and rose from the dead for my sin. Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Fill me with the spirit of God. Jesus. I lay my life at the foot of the cross. I give all authority in my life over to you. As the eyes are closed and the heads are bowed, if you prayed that prayer because you are asking Christ to be your Savior or you are submitting your life to Him. You are saying, Lord, I want to be committed at a whole different level." In a minute I'm going to ask you to stand and I want you to, if you want the person who came with you to stand with you, just tap them on the shoulder, knee, whatever it is. But this is a time to say, Lord, I'm in. I am yours. So on the count of three, if you prayed that prayer, I'm just going to ask you to stand to your feet in all the campuses. One, two, three, stand to your feet.